What's up, Dream Warriors? Welcome back to another episode of a podcast on Elm Street. I'm Mark. And I'm Brooke. And this week we are coming at you guys with week four of our September sequels. And we are talking about 28 weeks later from 2007. Yes, we are. Can't believe we're on week four already. Dude, I was just going to say that. It is September 20th. Mm-hmm. Like, where the hell is this month going? Crazy. It's going to be winter soon. We're going to yep. hate our lives. Yeah. I heard on the radio that uh, it's going to be a very early winter this year, and we're going to get a shit ton of snow. So that's something to look forward to. That's what I heard, too. I heard that the Maritimes is in for a really bad winter. Uh, and I think that we're getting uh, here in Ontario a early and heavy winter, but I don't think it's supposed to be that harsh. Okay. The Maritimes always get hit hard, it seems. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if they're already saying that it's going to be a bad one for them, look yep. out. Oh, yeah. Anyways, I don't want to be depressed right now talking about winter. So, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been up to this week? Uh, so this week, uh, I watched a few things, um, starting off with non-horror, uh, a few first watches for me this week. So I watched Boogie Nights (laughs) for the first time and I kind of decided like I was going to watch some movies that like are really like popular and stuff that I've never seen. Okay. And that was one of them. Um, I thought it was a dancing movie about uh, Mark Wahlberg. (laughs) But no. it is, in fact, not. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was really good. Uh, killer cast. Um, a lot of young people in it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is really long. It's like two and a half hours. Yeah. So it can kind of drag a bit, but I think it's good. Do you have like a list of movies? Like I found there's like a bunch of websites where you can like find the list and stuff. So kind of okay. based it off that. Okay. Um, there's a few Woody Allen movies I want to watch. I've never seen before. Mm hmm. I think he's pretty controversial, if I remember correctly. Yeah, but, uh, some of his shit is. But yeah, um, so yeah. And then I watched, uh, so me and Bettina went to Ikea. We picked up some new furniture, and we pretty much spent almost all day Saturday putting this together. So we kind of throw in some movies like in the background. Yeah. Um, so we watched Road Trip. Nice. Uh, that movie's so good. It only has like a two like on Letterboxd, which That's is crazy. way too low. Mm-hmm. Um, we started watching Daddy Daycare. We haven't finished it yet. Random. Yeah. Um, and then we also started The Faculty, mm. which uh, that movie's, I've seen that movie before, but uh, we haven't finished that yet. Cool. Uh, we watched The Addams Family from 91. Sweet. That movie's so good. I love it. Uh, yeah. Uh, never mind. Oh, I thought you were going to say something. I was, I was, but it, it was going to spoil our October episodes. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and then finally, I watched Halloween 2. Not the Rob Zombie one, but the original one. Okay. For the first time. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. I've only ever seen the first Halloween and like H2O, I think, but I don't remember much from it. Oh my God. Yeah. So what did you think? I thought it was good. Um, I gave it three and a half on Letterboxd. Okay. I liked it. All right. Damn. What's, what's first your, time? What's your take on it? I would probably, yeah, give it a three and a half. 
I think that's a fair score for it. Nice. Cool. Uh, and that's pretty much it. All right. What about you? I watched the Town the Dreaded Sundown remake. Came out in 2014. Didn't you just watch the original one like a few months ago or last year or something? Mm, maybe. I don't know. Oh, okay. I think I started it and I just couldn't get into it. Right. Right. But yeah, this one wasn't very good either. Uh, okay. Okay. I gave it, I gave it a two and a half. Uh, I finished the crow. I think I said on our last episode that I started it. Yeah. Um, holds up. Great fucking movie. I love it. I think what I want to do, like we've already done some of the episodes, but I've been back listening to the silver scream from ice nine kills. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like fucking religiously, like on repeat, multiple times in a shift i'll go through with the whole fucking playlist. Oh, um i like this album came out in 2019 and i've easily listened to it like oh man yeah over a hundred times <laughs> i'm obsessed with this album i still am mm-hmm. um but anyways so i was gonna say i want to go through and like watch all the movies that are on that album yeah because every song is based off of a horror movie. For yeah. Who's listening that may not know, but, uh, and just like kind of do like a comparison to the lyrics and to the movies. Yeah. But yeah. Cool. So the crow is one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you watched grind last week, I believe. Yep. I watched it this week. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so fucking good, man. Yeah. So, I didn't, so um, I didn't realize, I wonder if that, movie was like produced by like jeff tremaine or like some of the guys from like dick house productions because uh, there's a lot of jackass guys in that movie yeah like preston lacy's in it and Wee man yeah and um, uh aaron mcgahey plays yeah. one of the like the the uh rappers the wanksters yeah uh casey lascala directed it uh, okay I, I feel like he's friends with some of them yeah he must be but I don't see, yeah, no, I don't see Jeff Tremaine or any of them. Mm. But yeah, I do, I noticed a bunch of those guys. I honestly didn't even realize that that was um, Aaron McGahey. Yeah, I like, like I just this watch like noticed. Yeah, like, that guy looks really familiar. I'm pretty sure he's from Jackass, and I just like had to look it up to be sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, great movie. It holds up. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched a weird one called Jug Face. <laughs> Jug Face? Yeah, it's a ridiculous title. Uh, it was actually pretty good, though. It surprised me. I can't remember why I watched it. <laughs> I, I'm i pretty sure, yeah, it was definitely on Shudder. And it came on as like a suggestion yeah. after I watched something else. And I was just like, oh, damn, this cover it looks kind of creepy. And then, I, yeah, it was actually pretty good nice uh i watched batman from 1989 very nice uh and then i watched batman forever (laughs) that's a random jump why'd you skip the best one because i watched that a a few weeks ago if you remember okay right 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 Mm -hmm. because it was on tv i think Uh, and then so i think um on letterbox i think i'm gonna just like go through all of them and then just rank them because mm-hmm. i mean i've watched the first three now so i might as well what's uh what did you 
what's your like take from this watch like still like do you like that one or like what which one batman forever yeah yeah i do i i know it gets shit on pretty hard i gave it a three and a half stars okay um out of five it's not the best in the franchise but i do still really enjoy it i like Mm -hmm. the the like sort of las vegas kind of light shows that they do in it and like all the neon lights and whatnot yeah i thought it was pretty cool the way that they did it all and i think um tommy lee jones did a really good job with with two-face oh he did yeah 100 percent and Val Kilmer is an okay Batman. Yeah. So, I mean, if 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 you watch the Val documentary, it kind of like brings to light the bit mm, that movie. Okay. Like he literally hit his bat suit. He literally couldn't hear anyone or move. Really? Yeah. Actually, I did notice that with this that his movement is very like robotic in it. Like yeah. he can't he can't turn his head. He has to turn his whole body. Yeah, there was so much fucking like makeup and like just like the costume is so big. He's, mm-hmm. He couldn't hear people talking to him. That's crazy. Yeah, he said that, it. He hated it. <laughs> that'd be really hard to act. Yeah, yeah. Like, how do you like hear your director or anything like that? Exactly. Huh. Interesting. I still need to watch that documentary. That's good. I need to. I don't know. I'm nervous to watch it because it looks like it's fucking sad. I mean, it is at points, but that's good. Anywho, let's get into this movie. Let's do it. All right, like we said in the intro this week, we are talking about 28 Weeks Later from 2007. It is the sequel to 28 Days Later. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, before we start, <laughs> what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking a gin and tonic. Ooh. What are you drinking? You're getting fancy up in this bitch. I am. I'm drinking a strawberry Bud Light seltzer. Ooh. Mm-hmm. It's my last one, so I figured I'd finish it. All right, the synopsis. <clears throat> Six months after the rage virus was inflicted on the population of Great Britain, the U.S. Army helps to secure a small area of London for the survivors to repopulate and start again. But not everything goes according to plan. What do you think of that synopsis? I mean, it's accurate. Yes and yeah i I don't (laughs) i have lots to say about this movie so okay okay we'll save it then uh this movie is directed by juan carlos fresnadillo or quite the name yeah fresnadillo uh his only thing that i recognized was intruders with uh clive owen Mm, i don't even think i've seen that i don't think i've seen it but i know like I've oh, okay. seen I've seen the cover art for it, but uh, yeah, I, I didn't really recognize anything else. 
uh, the cast is a lot more star-studded than I remember from the last yeah. time I watched it. <laughs> uh, we have Robert Carlyle, who plays Don, and he's from the Full Monty, Train Spotting, and Train Spotting 2, uh, The World is Not Enough, Once Upon a Time, the TV show, and Formula 51. Mm-hmm. And we have Jeremy Renner, who plays Doyle. Yeah, and he's obviously known for the Hurt Locker, the Marvel Universe as Hawkeye, uh, the Town, which is one of my favorite movies, uh, Wind River, Hansel and Gretel, Witch Hunters, and the Bourne Legacy. Mm-hmm. What did you think about him in the Bourne Legacy? I didn't watch it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I didn't. I heard it was pretty good, though. Yeah, um, if it's not Matt Damon, I'm not watching it. You know what's crazy though? Like whatever you think of Jeremy Renner, like you don't really think of him as like action star but like he's been in so many good action movies and like he always plays like the same character like a fucking you know a sniper or a soldier mm-hmm. or something like that now i know what you mean like what do you think of action stars he's not one of the first ones that comes to mind no like when you think when i think jeremy renner i'm just like oh it's hawkeye Okay. <laughs> you know. You fucking typecasted him. I did, yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, fair enough. But yeah, it's true. Like he he's Hawkeye who's obviously like a fucking sniper with a bow. Yeah. And then uh the Born Legacy. There was something else that he was into that he was like that. Can't remember. Um he was in tag as well. I don't know if you said Yeah, that. true. No, I didn't. I love him in the town, though. He's so badass. Yeah, I haven't watched that in a very long time. Oh, I thought you were going to say you haven't watched it at all. No, come on. It's going to smack you through the microphone. (laughs) Uh, Next up is Rose Byrne, who played Scarlet. She's known for the Insidious franchise, Spy, Neighbors 1 and 2, The Place Beyond the Pines, Bridesmaids, and I Am Mother. Yeah. And lastly, I have... Idris Elba. Ooh. Idris Elba. Sorry. Uh, he played Stone. He's also in the Marvel Universe. Uh, Luther, Beast of No Nation, The Dark Tower, The Jungle Book, and he did a short stint on The Office. Yep. Silence. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He didn't really do much in this movie. He didn't, but I don't know. I mean, it's him, so I have to put it out there. I know. I know. He's legendary. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> um, did you have anybody? Yeah. Um, I saw her in like the credits or the cast before I watched it. And I was like, oh, she's in this. And then like, she looks nothing like she does now. Like, obviously this is like 2007, but Imogen Poots. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I thought she looked very different in this movie. Yeah. I mean, 14 years will do that, but... Yeah. <laughs> what I, was she just in? She was just in something. She was in Vivarium. Oh, uh, Black Christmas, I haven't watched it. Uh, mm. Green Room. Oh, right. I think that's the one I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like her, though. Yeah, me too. Do you have anyone else? Uh, No, I think that's it. All right. So how would you compare this to the original? Uh, um, I would say this is like a 
B style movie mm-hmm. compared to the first one. I'd say the first one was B B style as well. Really? It wasn't like I don't know. It had like a very gritty look to it. Okay, well then, if you think it's B movie, then I think this is like <laughs> D movie. Like, I don't think that it compares at all to the first one. Um, like, I don't want to spoil too much of like yeah. that to say for later, but I, I don't. Know, I think that this that they just took this franchise, even though it's not a franchise, there's two movies in it, mm-hmm. but they like just like Hollywood it like i don't know how to say that like yeah like they added like a whole bunch of big name actors to it yeah and like mostly all action and mm-hmm. and then like the end of the movie they kind of leave like a cliffhanger and then i don't even know if there is another movie or if it continues i don't think it does but mm-hmm. yeah i don't know i think that i think he tried to do too much with this i think he overthought it maybe yeah i know you love this movie so you probably have different opinions in me but i actually this what you just said is actually fairly accurate to what i said about it oh, okay um it's been a while since i've watched it mm-hmm. uh i'll save my thoughts obviously like for ratings and whatnot but mm-hmm. uh for this section what i said <clears throat> um is keeping up with the saying of once you've seen one you've seen them all this sequel really doesn't offer much to originality although it does keep the same badassness of the first one mm-hmm. uh, this one does feel more action movie and less a look at what humanity would truly go through during an apocalypse yeah like like i fully agree with what you said like it they hollywooded it right up they upped mm-hmm. the action they yeah i mean it's a lot of close-up fight scenes and like fast camera movements and yeah shit like that and like obviously the cast is above and beyond what it needed to be especially in comparison to the first one yeah but also like i I like that point as well but like when this movie came out the three or three or four main cast members that we know of today true they won't they weren't like anywhere near the stardom that they are now or even you know few years ago like maybe idris elba i don't know when he started lucifer i'm not sure when that show started luther luther uh, oh yeah lucifer is a different one (laughs) yeah (laughs) luther um so yeah i know like rose Byrne. she was probably just starting out like Mm -hmm. cds probably came out a couple years after this i think yeah i think so i can't remember the exact year yeah but yeah jeremy renner wasn't the huge actor that he is now obviously the marvel universe has fucking skyrocketed him. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm just gonna I'm pulling up his to see what he did before this. Like, even this was even before the Hurt Locker. Yeah, because that was like so, 2010. I the think. Hurt Locker was 2008. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but yeah, before this, he was in literally nothing I've seen before. Mm. Oh, he played Jeffrey Dahmer in Dahmer. I forgot about that. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. He was in SWAT. Uh, oh, he was in a Pink music video. Hmm. Catwoman, the game. Oh, he was in Lords of Dogtown. That movie's sick. So good. 
Um, yeah, 28 weeks later was like his first big one, I guess. Anyways, yeah, that's a fair point. I mean, they weren't the A-list actors that they are today. No, no. But I guess upon watching it this time, it feels like they just got them in here because of their star power. But mm-hmm. I mean, that's not actually the way it is. Mm-hmm. Anywho, let's talk about this movie. Let's do it. Uh, so, yeah, I haven't seen this movie since it came out. So it's been a very long time. Okay. Um, and the opening scene, it started off good for me. Like, yeah, you see me, Don. And, and this movie has nothing to do with the first one, really. Like, there's no recurring characters or returning characters at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Don is there with his, his wife. Um, a little boy comes knocking. They let him in, and then they just get attacked. Mm-hmm. And I think we brought up this question in the first movie when we talked about it, but um, I feel like they... They like kind of screwed up like whenever people get bit because like some of them they'll turn very quickly but the other ones it mm-hmm. takes them a bit to turn yeah even if they do turn yeah i feel like we have had that discussion and uh just it's inconsistent yeah exactly and right away this scene like i think this movie could have so much potential like this first action scene was so fucking shaky cam. Like I was getting a headache from some of these scenes in this movie. (laughs) Like I couldn't fucking pay attention to what was happening. Like Mm -hmm. it was so all over the place. Shit was happening like so quickly. And like, I did like the, they kept the same style of it. Like it was very gritty, like look, Mm -hmm. which I like, but then like there's other scenes where it's just so much shit happening. Like the camera's going crazy. It's like, spinning it around and oh man i don't know like how would you feel about all that i agree i think it's to like inflict some sort of chaos throughout it definitely but i think there's better ways that you could film it to show that yeah i mean like yeah it's it almost feels like you're watching like the blair witch project and just just like someone running around with a camera like a handheld camera in their hands kind of thing Mm -hmm. they Mm -hmm. did it the they did the same sort of thing in um, quarantine as well. I think we mentioned it in that movie. Yeah. And a scene that we'll talk about later reminded me of very much of quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know. Yeah. Um, but this opening scene, I fucking love this opening scene. Yeah. You see, I, I want to love it. Like, like when I, he's running out of the house. Yeah. And he's running down to the boat and the camera pans out and you see all the zombies coming over the hill. Yeah. And that music that's playing. Oh my God, man. Yeah. Like there's definitely some scenes where it's like, fuck, this is awesome. And then like other scenes, it just brings me right out of it. Mm -hmm. Like, um, Oh, one question before we continue on, would you let the little boy in? Yes, I would. Yeah, you would. I wouldn't even like if I could see him and could tell that he had like, wasn't Mm -hmm. infected. I would for sure. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, obviously the zombies followed him there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I had Don, a few people get killed, and Don has a chance to, like, escape with his wife. But the little boy's there, and uh, Alice 
is the wife's name. She decides to kind of like go back for the boy and then the zombies come and he makes it, Don makes a decision to just leave his wife. And fucking piece of shit. Yeah. And that continues later when he lies to his fucking kids about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's like running away and he sees her like in the window, like calling for him. And then you think that she gets killed, but yeah, she returns later on somehow. I don't get like, how do you, how do, oh, <laughs> this pisses me off. Like, how do you just leave your wife in there? Yeah. Like to not only get killed, but like to be like, you've seen what these things do. Mm-hmm. Like your wife's going to get fucking tore apart, turned into a zombie or like that's what should happen anyways. Yeah. And like th- like I don't know, he's just so selfish and such a piece of shit for leaving her. Like at least stay and help her try and get out. If he's both die, he's both die. Yeah. Then at least you fucking helped. I yeah. get the fact that they have their own kids and like he's probably thinking about them and he's got to get to them, but I mean like just a horrible thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um so if if uh, Sarah had to decide to leave you like that and you you ended up alive and you had like you couldn't get infected and stuff and you saw her, would you forgive her? No, <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't do what Alice does, but I wouldn't forgive um, her. I'd be like, right. fuck you. I'm out. When did uh, I meant to look this up? When did Resident Evil come out? Oh. Early 2000s. Give me a sec. 2002. Okay. Do you think the Alice name was a nod to that oh, movie? Maybe, yeah. I never even thought of that. Wow, yeah. Huh. So I think Alice in Resident Evil, she has like the cure, doesn't she? Like in her? Yeah, she has an immunity. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, I bet, yeah. I bet, that, bet that's accurate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you said, like you get the scene of him running away and the zombies like chasing after him. Then they come over the hill and then like this next scene, I think could have been fucking amazing if he would have shot it a different way, but like he decided to like put the camera in the boat with him (laughs) and then it's like fucking going everywhere and you just see like blood in the water and like arms flying off. And it's like, man, that could have been so cool. Mm Mm-hmm. But, like, just the whole way it was filmed just took me out of it. Yeah. I mean, I, I get it. For sure. Um, they uh, they make mention of a, a third installment. Oh, like that's in production? No. Oh, okay. They're, they have not discounted the possibility of it. Right. Okay, okay. The working title would be <sighs> 28 Months Later. and then the sequel after that 28 years later pennywise shows up (laughs) (laughs) fucks all these zombies up yeah oh man but uh, yeah don's the only one that makes it out of there um the one guy that's with him that's on the boat just tries to jump on the boat. That'd be me dying. That's how I would die. <laughs> Trying to jump from the dock on the boat and slipping and missing it. <laughs> I'm picturing it. Uh, and like, are these the zombies from, uh, fuck, what's that movie? Not Dawn of the Dead, not the re- remake. Day of the, I don't know. The one where like they're in the middle of like a, uh, 
a city and then the the zombies like walk under the water oh yeah which one was that i can't remember there's so many fucking zombie movies yeah. man it's hard to keep track of them all but, but like, yeah how are these fucking zombies like some of them are dying and then the other ones like grab the one guy when they're in the water yeah. it's like uh, yeah it's a very inconsistent movie that's 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 how i feel yes <laughs> <laughs> um what do you think of like the opening title sequence i'm trying to remember it i watched the first half of this like two days uh, ago. okay so i thought it was pretty like i thought it was their idea was cool but it was like the actual title was like kind of like i don't know like kind of boring like so i was like 15 days later then it like said something and it said 28 days later then mm. it had uh five weeks yeah the zombies died of starvation um 11 weeks nato enters london uh 18 weeks they're free of infection 24 weeks reconstruction of uh of london mm-hmm. and then we get like the 28 weeks later which is like this basic font that they use yeah yeah because i find it hard to believe that they've kept this segregated to the uk i was surprised too and it's like why do you have to bring the u.s army in like is the british army not good enough (laughs) (laughs) maybe they're just never mind i'm not even gonna go there (laughs) Um, (laughs) just in case but uh well they would be all dead would they not at that point well not all british people are dead though because they're bringing the british back into like the safe area yeah i don't know usa has the strongest military in the world (laughs) yeah uh so now we get into kind of introducing the other like characters i guess i guess the rest of the characters actually because we've been down so far Mm -hmm. um i do like this like scene of uh doyle and like all the snipers he's like a rooftop sniper Mm -hmm. and they're like oh what's the fat guy jerking off to tonight or something (laughs) like that uh and like like, yeah using the scope like doyle's using his scope to like look at different people and shit like that yeah um scarlet who's played by rose burn she's like a nurse kind of like a lead nurse it seems like yeah for sure um so we learned that they're they're getting people back into the the green zone which is like the safe zone Mm -hmm. uh it's district one it's on the isle of dogs and basically they're saying, like, don't cross the river. There's 15,000 civilians that live there. And we learn that Don is back here with his kids. Mm-hmm. Because they were off on, like, a trip to Spain whenever the outbreak happened. Did it mention that? Because I was wondering. I think Don and, the, and Alice were talking about it. Oh, okay, okay. That's why they weren't with them at that cabin. Mm, okay okay so then if like this whole like if all of london was i guess infected and there was like people like away i guess like this Mm -hmm. so i guess they wouldn't be able to return home at all i guess right what would fucking happen with covid imagine what it'd be like with a zombie outbreak yeah yeah exactly (laughs) i had friends that were stuck down in like puerto rico for weeks 
Oh, geez. Yeah, they went down there for like a rugby trip or something like that, and they were stuck down there. Fuck, that's brutal. Um, you also learned like the last infected human died six months ago, according to the the uh, army. Um, you kind of learned that Don is like runs this whole building. It's like I don't know if it's like a, a hotel or something, mm. but they live like on the penthouse. Um, he's like telling them the story about the mother and like how she died and. He basically lies to the faces and says that he couldn't do anything. He tried to go back, but she was already dead. So, uh, yeah. It's like, how can you lie to your kids like that, man? But at the same time, like, how do you tell them, like, oh, yeah, I abandoned your mother and let her get eaten by zombies. (laughs) That's true. I mean, I get that he kind of has to lie to his kids, but, like, the whole situation shouldn't have been there in the first place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I really like the shot. It kind of like zooms out. It has like a, a cool shot of the safe zone. Is that nighttime? Mm-hmm. And like the whole safe zone is like lit up, and the rest of London is just dark. Yeah, it was cool. That was cool. See, like some of the cinematography is so like like you said, fucking D movie. <laughs> yeah, and then they have these sick ass shots like this, where it's mm-hmm. it just shows like they're alone in all of this. Yeah, like I mentioned a few times when I was stopping my notes, but they did a lot of callbacks to like the first movie with like those kind of shots. Mm-hmm. And like at first, like he did like a couple of them, like they were fine, but then I felt like he just kept doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah, and it was kind of getting like uh, repetitive for me. Yeah, some of his like scene transitions looked like he was making them in uh, what's that slideshow fucking app. <laughs> our program uh microsoft uh um, uh pre- oh what the fuck's it called anyways you know what i mean yeah yeah just like i don't know the one it did like a shutter effect like it just like slid across the screen and i was like oh my god this mm. is so like <laughs> yeah amateur and then like another shot or transition they have i don't know why the fuck it was needed but I think the kids are sleeping. I'm not sure who has this like dream, mm-hmm. but it's like the mother and she's like, just rips off her face. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Why was that in there? Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. And, uh, Andy's a fucking little shit. Oh, come on. Like he, he pisses me off. Like him <laughs> and Tammy, they decide to like sneak away from the whole place. And it's like, do you not know what the fuck is happening? Yeah, true. Like, they decide to sneak away and go back to their old house. Um, And they, like, sneak out of there. Doyle sees them, luckily. Mm-hmm. And they go to, like, this pizza place and see these scooters. Mm-hmm. And I love that she grabs the fucking helmet. Like, that's going to make a difference during a zombie <laughs> apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> Safety first, man. Come on. I guess so. I mean... I guess a zombie couldn't really bite through that, could he? No, probably not. Um, so they get to their house, and I'm not sure where Tammy is, because fucking Andy's calling her name for like five minutes. Mm-hmm. But he goes upstairs, and he sees the mom is there. Yeah. And she looks like a fucking zombie. Yeah. And at first, like, you can't tell. Like, she, it, it seems like she wants to attack him. Mm-hmm. Like, she's hurting him. But she doesn't 
Yeah, she's able to control the urges for sure. Because at this point, you don't know like what is wrong with her. Like, yeah, you find a layer that she is infected, but she doesn't show the same like symptoms. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like she shows minor symptoms, and she's not like fully turned, mm-hmm. but she's able to pass it on through blood and saliva. Yeah, so like she doesn't have the full COVID, you know. The full COVID. She's just asymptomatic, and you know. She's double vaxxed, but yeah. still has has it. Um, so the army shows up. I think it's his name is Flynn. He's like the uh, helicopter pilot. Yeah, and they go and save the kids. They take the mother in. Um, what else? Oh. God, man, I I'm so pissed you picked this movie. Okay, fucking there's no dead Al- dogs, is there? No, but Alice's fucking eyeball. Oh, like when it's all like. Oh fucking- <laughs> man, I couldn't look at the TV when she was on it. It was so gross. It's all like blood. It's like it looks like a piece of her eyeball was missing, like yeah. on the one eyeball. Oh. disgusting man i can't please you you hate eyeballs you hate dogs dying you hate people getting sliced whatever let's just start doing rom-coms okay (laughs) (laughs) um all right let's talk about this scene with dawn and alice oh dude (sighs) okay like i like like this movie has potential like i said but like Mm -hmm. Man, this scene is so dumb. Like, you think it's dumb? I think so. Okay, explain. Because like Dawn turns so quickly into the zombie. Okay, yeah, for sure. It's like seconds. Yeah. And obviously, like she says, "I love you." He like says, "I love you too," and that she forgives him. And it's like, hmm. dude, you're really gonna fucking believe her? You left her to die. Yeah. And then he like kisses her and like like you don't know for sure like it's going to like turn him I guess so it is kind of like surprising. Yeah. But then he just turns into a zombie and like fucking bites her throat out. Mm-hmm. And um and then like somehow he gets out of there and like this whole scene just didn't make any sense to me. Like, he gets yeah. out, he goes and kills, like, four soldiers, they do literally nothing, and then, like, Stone is, like, walks out and sees the dead soldiers and, like, does nothing at all, mm-hmm. and somehow Dawn is still, like, getting through this safe zone with all these soldiers and military, and he's one fucking guy, and when he bites the soldiers, they don't turn, they just fucking are laying there dead. Oh, that's true, eh? Fuck, that should have been my first thought. It's a zombie movie. Yeah. <clears throat> I I hear what you're saying. I get all that. Like, his escape and all that shit. That's all stupid. But I like the scene with Alice and him. Mm-hmm. Because, like, he's backtracking hard. Like, he's apologizing. He's crying. He's pleading his case. Yeah. And... You can tell, like, she's looking at him like, fuck you. Oh, definitely. But then she plays it up like, oh, I still love you. I forgive you. 
And I don't know. She obviously knows that she's infected. Mm -hmm. Because like you can tell like she knows what she's about to do. Yeah. But then as he's changing, she's like worried and scared. And it's just like, well, I mean, you did this. What did you expect was going to happen? But like. I don't know. Throughout this whole scene, I was like kind of flip-flopping. I was like, did she know that she was going to turn him? Did she not know? Yeah. But it just, the way that she was acting before they kissed it, like all signs are pointing to her knowing what was going to happen. Just her body language. Yeah. One Uh, major thing I don't like about this scene is the close-up of them kissing and like seeing all the spit strings going between their mouths. (laughs) Yeah. So gross, man. I mean, you have to show that he got, that they mixed the saliva, like the interaction. Ah, I guess. Um, oh, fuck. Another like problem I had with this, I don't know if it's a problem, maybe you can answer this. Like, do you think that Don had part of the um like immunity, immunity in him? Because he was doing like things that zombies don't do. Uh-huh. Like he was like fucking straight up punching it right in the face like six times like after he was turned you see them doing that later on though i guess when runners like sniping them all again and they're like like they're only sniping the zombies and he's like panning around and there's like a group of four like beating on one person and then there's another group of three like beating on another person okay yeah so i don't know Maybe because it was just that was like a close up and it was like focusing on. Yeah. Like he was like punching her square in the mouth. Oh, yeah. He was, yeah, going Floyd Mayweather on her ass. Um, but, uh, oh, shit. What was I just going to say? Oh, and like touching on your point of like if he maybe had some of this immunity, there's certain scenes throughout the movie where you can kind of see him like stop what he's doing and like as if he's recognizing who he's about to attack. That's what I thought too. He seemed much smarter. Yeah. Than some of the other zombies. But they don't explain any of it. Like no, no. He, he to the, everybody else in the movie, he's just another fucking zombie. Like there's no mention yeah. of him being anything other than that. I, I think he has to have some sort of different like dna in him because like somehow he makes it all the way to the end of the movie almost Mm -hmm. and it's like how like yeah i don't know um whenever they first get alice in and uh scarlet notices that she's bit i thought it was weird that they were so calm about that Mm mm-hmm so I feel like in any other zombie movie, like if they see someone bit, you know, immediately you're like, oh shit, like you're a yeah. bit, you know, fuck. And you would be killed instantly. Yeah. <laughs> there and then be no like, questions asked. here in a few minutes, whenever shit starts sitting in the fan, you know, at one point Stone is like, all right, all targets are off, like kill anybody. Yeah. So like they, you know that they have like firepower and shit, so. Uh-huh. And he doesn't understand that, like, she may have, like, a cure in her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got that, like, that stereotypical military mindset. 
Mm-hmm. Whereas like same as with, I'm going to go back to Mars attacks just because that's the first one that popped in my head with that one general who was just like, fucking kill them all. Yeah. With no questions about it. Um, but one thing that bothers me too is the fact that they just like leave Alice in a regular hospital bed. Like mm-hmm. they have her strapped down, but I mean, the fact that she's not in like this quarantine room or anything like that she's just like by herself in a hospital room yeah just strapped to a bed yeah like she they don't know she could turn at any time exactly rip rip out of those straps and then fucking tear the whole hospital apart like don does yeah yeah but yeah there's some poor decision making in this movie definitely is (laughs) (laughs) um so now andy gets separated from uh, Tammy and Scarlet. Um, and I'm going to let you start off with this scene of Andy with all the people because I have a lot to say about it. And it's not that great. Uh, Andy with all the people. Oh, like everybody running out of the building? Yeah. And he's like all by himself? And then like Dawn shows up and shit hits the fan. Dawn shows up and shit hits the fan. Because like Dawn shows up when he's like off by himself. And then someone gets bit, and then everyone starts turning. Like I don't, I don't know. What did you feel about that scene? Did I fucking? Where was I for this part? I must have been in a fucking different time zone or something. So yeah, there's like spacing on this oh, completely. Man. So there's like all these people. Like the military locks them in this room, and the people say like, "Why are you locking us in here? Like you don't have to lock the door, just close the door." And then. Uh, Andy like goes off by himself and then Don shows up and he attacks a couple people and everyone starts turning mm-hmm. and then like shit is just going crazy like it's super dark there's like limbs flying off there's fucking people <laughs> getting killed and turned and you can't see like what the fuck is happening in this scene man I don't know where I was for this scene <laughs> Did I leave it playing and I like went to the kitchen or something? I don't know. I don't remember this at all. Maybe. I don't remember this at all. (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. Shit is like going nuts and like it's dark. You can barely see. Like you see that he's like choosing where to put his light and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was just way too much for me. So it like goes back to the whole shaky cam shit from the beginning. Not even like the shaky cam. It does a bit. But it was just so dark, and like you just see like little bits of people getting killed, and like arms flying off, and it's like, okay. fuck, man. I thought you were talking about the scene, like whenever they get back outside, and like what I mentioned before, and Renner's like shooting them all, and you can see Andy. He can see Andy in like the big crowd of all of them. No, you see, like that scene, I like. Yeah, I thought it's sick because like they're at first they're shooting like the zombies. Mm-hmm. and then at a point i'm not sure where stone is located in like his team like are they on the safe zone do you think i feel like they would have to be because they firebomb the whole area right oh yeah that's true yeah they must not be then but, because uh, like yeah, scarlet like you see scarlet with him mm-hmm. at certain points in the movie oh that's true and then she shows up with tammy yeah so, so i don't know must- Maybe yeah. they're just outside of the green zone. Maybe. I don't know. But uh, yeah, then at one point you see everyone like getting killed basically. And uh, then Stone basically says like, all right, 
take the targets off to shoot anybody. Mm-hmm. So fucking the snipers just start shooting anybody, man. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. And unfortunately, I think that's how it would end up being. Definitely. Yeah. Like it's it's in this situation like that where there's like thousands of people just running around. Mm-hmm. It's impossible to tell who's a zombie and who's not. And it's going to get to the point where like the zombies are just going to overrun everything. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> just fucking kill them all, I guess. Exactly. That's what they do. Like the snipers are getting taken out by zombies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You see military guys getting fucking eaten down there. Yeah. And then uh, Andy shows up and he's about to get uh, eaten by a zombie and Doyle saves him, shoots him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Flint or uh, um, Andy, yeah, uh, he gets in this little like kind of room with a bunch of survivors and he finds Tammy, yeah, and uh, Scarlet, yeah. The one part of that scene, too, that like I really enjoyed is that uh, uh, Doyle sees one of his buddies getting attacked. Yeah. And instead of shooting the zombie, he shoots his friend because it's already like, it's too late. Yeah, exactly. Like he's already been bitten. So I kind of liked that scene. Mm-hmm. Like it's sad, but it's like, I don't know. Obviously you'd rather just see him dead rather than turn. Yeah, exactly. Which I thought was a nice touch. Um, so yeah, uh, Doyle shows up to where Tammy and Scarlet are. And then he gets a call from Flynn who tells him to basically switch to uh, um, like a different stereo or radio frequency, I guess. So like they can't hear what's happening. Yeah. Um, and he says that they're basically dra- going to like drop like napalm, like firebomb the whole mm-hmm. like safe zone basically. Yeah. When this bomb goes off. Oh man. So are we okay to talk about that or did you have something? Yeah, no, I was going to say like the fire looks so fucking fake that yeah and like they're in this like tunnel and they just like kind of go around a corner and they're just safe from this fucking blast of fire that's like making its way down the tunnel yeah do you think that would actually happen like in real life or like do you think like i'm just picturing a fire fucking blast going through a tunnel like would it not fold around the corner am i crazy in thinking that like do you think Um, hiding behind a a corner of a wall do you think that would actually save you i mean depending if you're like you're in like a corner where there's not another like entrance like there's no airflow maybe so you think the fire would stay segregated in that one tunnel because like the way that it is picture like like for people that are listening um you're in like a, a tunnel yeah Let, picture like a like a subway Ugh. and you know how like there's the doorways in in the subway tracks like once you go down the tracks further yeah like you see it in all the movies that's kind of what it's like that they're hiding behind mm-hmm. so like would the fire not form around that and hit them like it's not like they're far away from it no it's like he's literally like the corner's here and he's here right I don't think it would go in that area. Okay. I don't know. Let's test it out. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> you bring the napalm. I mean, they did it in uh, Independence Day. Uh, that's true. With that one scene in the, uh, the dog almost died. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, so they drop the napalm. Uh, Scarlet gets shot by a sniper. And then I'm not sure Doyle tells some guy to like run, run out, but he's too scared. So Andy does mm-hmm. and Doyle takes him out. Um, yeah, I thought the fire looked so fucking fake. Oh my God. It was <laughs> terrible. Uh, Don's still alive somehow. He like kind of shows up quickly Andy sees him, but then he like leaves. Um, they end up at like a carnival kind of area. Wembley stadium. That's the very oh, no. ending. Regent's Park. Oh, that's what it is? That's what, yeah. Oh, okay. I think that's what it was. Um, and I almost fell asleep at this part, not going to lie. With them just <laughs> waiting for the helicopter? Yeah, and like Doyle and Scar like talking and stuff. Uh, yeah. I, I thought it was boring. Uh, no downtime in an action movie. No downtime. Uh, all right, what do you think of the helicopter scene? Bro. <laughs> so fucking cool it was sick as fuck but my god that looked like fucking sharknado fucking cgi (laughs) it did it did but it was so fucking it was cool oh man flint is flint is great pilot man yeah so flint flies up and he thought doyle was alone yeah and he like so they're laying down in this field because all the zombies are coming through the field and uh flynn flies up and he's like who the fuck are all these people uh i can't carry all these fucking people you got to get rid of them blah 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 and then the one guy that's with them he's like get me out of here and he just runs and like holds on to the the runners <laughs> on the fucking helicopter and uh flynn's like trying to shake him off because it's just obviously throwing off his like flight path and shit mm. And then all the zombies start coming closer and Flynn just like tilts the nose of the helicopter forward and just chops all these bastards off the (laughs) helicopter blade. It's so sick. It's ridiculous, but it's amazing. Oh yeah. I definitely agree with you. That was, uh, that was a sick scene when it's like, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, so yeah, that guy obviously died, not Flynn. He made it away. Yeah. Um, so the three of them, I guess four of them, they make their way back into like the city. They find a car, uh, they're, they get in the car cause I guess the army is starting to gas everywhere now as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so they get in the car thinking that it's going to help them. And I guess it does, but I guess science doesn't really work in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, close the fence. but that shit would still get in yeah uh so then there's like these hazmat suit guys like coming up like behind them like burning all the bodies yeah and doyle says all right i'll tell you when to put it in gear or whatever so he goes to the back and starts pushing it and honestly didn't expect this but the fucking soldier just torches doyle like nothing it's like what the fuck yeah this like main character just goes out <laughs> like that it's like what? oh man do you think they would kill him off now if they made this movie like jeremy renner being jeremy renner like who he is now probably not yeah probably not uh so now they get to the stadium wembley stadium where uh doyle told him to go because that's where flynn is meeting them and then they crash the car and they get into this 
next scene, which I, I did not like this scene at all either. Reminded me of quarantine. Yeah. I thought like, oh man, I know it's the 2007, but like the CGI and like the way they filmed this scene, I just, I, I didn't think it was needed at all. Yeah, because it's pitch black, so they're using the night vision on the scope of uh, Doyle's rifle. Yeah. And you see, like, all these dead bodies, and then Scarlet ends up, like, losing the kids, and you see, like, someone walking by, but it, like, I don't know, was it Dawn? Was that supposed Uh, to be Dawn, I guess? I don't know. I I would assume so, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, So then Dawn basically comes out of nowhere, he he kills Scarlet, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, he kills Scarlet. And then Tammy gets the gun and she shoots Don. Mm-hmm. Kills him and then Andy runs off. And she ends up like chasing him. Well, before she shoots Don, mm-hmm. he bites Andy. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the whole time Scarlet thinks that one of these kids has the immunity in them. Yeah, because she mentions... Does she mention the stone? Yeah. She said, like, the mother's immune, and, like, it could skip a generation, but there is a possible chance that one of these kids has the immunity as well. Uh-huh. Uh, so Andy runs away, the little shithead. Again. Again. <laughs> uh, Scarlet ends up getting, like, catching up to him. And then you kind of like look in his eyes and you see like his pupil like start to get like all like faded and like bloody a bit. Mm-hmm. And she asks him, he's like, oh, am I, am I like the others? And she says, no, but you know that he's infected now. Yeah. Um, they make infected, it to- but also has immunity. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they make it to Wembley stadium. They see Flynn there and he basically flies him out of there. It's mm-hmm. like, where are they going? And then has like the credits a bit. And then like a, another kind of scene comes in and you see that they're in Paris, France, the helicopter crashed and more zombies show up in front of the Eiffel tower. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything you want to mention about those last scenes? Not really, but I mean, like I want to know where these zombies came from. Cause like, they were apparently segregated to Great Britain, mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden they're in France. I mean, I'm guessing it was Andy, right? Oh, maybe because maybe. Alice still turned on and she was immune. Oh, she- that's right. Because yeah, the helicopter's wrecked. Because like the very last shot before it goes to, like the credits, kind of is like Andy is like. It's like raining and it's like his face is like up on the window. You can't tell what the mm-hmm. fuck it is. Yeah. So you're just like you think, okay, Andy's infected, like and then, that's true. I I think he somehow the plane crashed, maybe he tried to attack Flynn. And that's how it happened. But also, how the fuck can the helicopter make it all the way to Paris with like <laughs> I mean I feel like you would have to stop to fuel up, right? Uh, maybe. I I don't know. You're flying across an ocean. You'd think so. If there's anybody in the military that's listening or a helicopter pilot, let us know. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, this it, the, it pops up on the screen that it's 28 days later again. Mm. And, yeah, then we see all this shit. Yeah. Hmm. 
Yeah, but, that's a good call. Uh, yeah. And that's the way the blood splatters. Yes, sir. And the body parts fly and the saliva strings. <laughs> Disgusting. All right, I'm going to let you go first because I need to hear your reviews on this movie. Alrighty. So for my story, I gave it a 3 out of 10. Okay. Uh, so the only thing that connects this to the original is that it's a sequel and it's in the same like area. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no returning characters. I thought the writing and direction was awful. Uh, I thought the acting was okay. The three main actors, Doyle, Scarlett, and Dawn, I thought did a great job of the rest of the characters were kind of just there. Mm-hmm. Um, Idris, Idris Elba had minimal dialogue and did nothing. So many things that didn't make sense. Which doesn't make sense. Like doesn't make sense to me because like Danny Boyle, who directed the first one, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. He was a writer for this. So it's like oh, how was much? It? Yeah, he was. So it's like how much? Like was he just considered a writer because he did the first one, or did he have kind of a say in this one? Well, that's what I was just gonna say. Like, do they consider him a writer just because of the idea that he came up with? Exactly. Yeah. So. Um. And for my quality, I gave it a 2 out of 10. Uh, I said more blood kills in action does not mean a better movie. The minimalist approach in the first one worked way better. The way the director shot some of these scenes were some of the worst I've ever seen. Shaky cam so bad it gave me a headache. Had to pause a few times just to get my head straight. The kills and some of the gore effects were cool, but but man, the CGI was awful. Uh, Too many shots of the camera like exploding out following them running with no dialogue. I thought he overdid that. Okay. So three out of 10 and two out of 10. God damn, man. Okay. Um, Danny Boyle wasn't a writer. He was an executive producer on it. Oh, okay. Okay. That's what it was. But I mean, still, yeah, that, that that's a big part of the cast or the crew. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. You would think you'd have some say in how it was done unless he just like, Said, okay, you're the director. You make yeah, your choices. That's a possibility as well, yeah. I don't know. Anyways, uh, I gave my story a 3 out of 10 as well. Nice. So this movie doesn't really offer anything in regards to originality, like in regards to zombie movies, but I do like the idea of certain people being immune to changing. Um, the script is okay, but nothing really stands out from it either. We've seen this movie multiple times in the course of the zombie movie Fad with a group of people trying to survive, a father looking for his family, military stepping in, etc., etc. Uh, with all this being said, though, if I take off my Ebert glasses, it is an enjoyable movie. I just don't like it quite as much as the first one. It also has arguably the best opening scene to a zombie movie, so it has that going for it. That's obviously my opinion, because you didn't like it very much. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my quality, I gave it a 6 out of 10. Oh, okay. Um, the special effects are really good. I enjoy the idea of the fast zombies. They add a certain level of terror to the zombie subgenre. Uh, some of the kills are so fucking cool, especially the helicopter tearing the zombies apart towards the end. The acting is pretty good, uh, but still fairly mediocre for such a star-studded cast. But you kind of had a good point at the start of this, like, they weren't A-list actors back when this movie was made. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I love the soundtrack, especially that track that's playing during the chase scene at the beginning. And then it comes on again twice, I think, throughout the movie. Yeah, it does. Um, so it's like it's in the opening scene, it's in the very end scene, and then it's in another scene at one point too. But yeah, so three out of ten and a six out of ten. Noise. Hmm. All right. You guys know our scores. Let's head on over to Rotten Tomatoes and see what they've scored it. The critics' consensus. Well, 28 Weeks Later lacks the humanism that made 28 Days Later a classic. It's made up with fantastic atmosphere and a punch or and punchy direction. So what do you think the critics scored it? Oof. I know that they're going to rate this a lot higher than I would. So <laughs> I'm going to go with a 68%. Oh, you're close. They gave it a 71%. Uh, damn. On 196 reviews and an average score of 6.6 out of 10. Nice. The audience scored it a 66% on 250,000 ratings and a 3.6 out of 5 average score. Or a 7.2 out of 10. Nice. So much too high for both of us, really. Yeah. Um, Like, I... I don't know. I enjoy this movie. It's not great, but it's not terrible. Some of the scenes are fucking awesome. Yeah. Some of the kills are really cool. Yeah. I understand where you're coming from. There is a lot of like head scratchers Mm -hmm. and like, what the fuck are you thinking? Yeah. But yeah, overall, I find it enjoyable. All right. Ready for the scare section? Uh, Did we want to do the letterboxed ratings? My bad. It's all good. There's actually only one person on my friends list that's rated this movie. Hmm. Um, so yeah, this movie has a 3.1 on Letterboxd. And our boy Kevin, aka Slashing Captain, mm-hmm. he gave it a two and a half. Okay. Which I th- is right in between you and me. Yeah, I gave it a three. And I gave it a one and a half. <laughs> <laughs> when I went to put my score in, I saw yours. I was like, oh. Okay. <laughs> Wasn't expecting that. Uh, I have two other people on here that I'm following. Ooh. I'm not going to say their names just because. Oh, okay. Um, well, actually, the one guy has a podcast. So Ivan Vidana, who is from the Planeta Terror podcast, he gave it a three. Mm. And another girl that I follow who is kind of doing a cool thing. She wants to watch 10,000 movies before she turns 40. Oh, wow. Um, so she gave it a four out of five. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which cool. is significantly higher. Yeah. Especially for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Scare section. Let's do it. What'd you give for a scare rating? So I gave it a two out of 10. Um, I said the zombies in this are scary, but I was laughing or sighing quite a bit. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, And for scary scene, I said Alice's eyeball. Uh, Man, that was fucking gross. Mm -hmm. And what I survived, I said, hell no. (laughs) 
Unless just, I had like the immunity, maybe. All right, fair enough. What about oh, man, you? My chair is squeaky tonight. Fucking annoying me. Uh, my scaring, I gave it a six out of ten. Oh wow! Uh, fast zombies freak me the fuck out. <laughs> um, we grew up knowing zombies as these just like brain dead things that mope around the world and if they happen to grab a hold of somebody they'll fucking turn them into a zombie Mm -hmm. but there's a few movies in this subgenre now that have come out with these fast zombies yeah and i talked about it in our train to busan episode like being chased by a horde of these fuckers would be like a (laughs) one most terrifying thing ever yeah um so that's kind of what i base my scare rating on it's not an overly scary movie Mm -hmm. there's some jump scares here and there that are somewhat effective but not great yeah but just the whole idea of the fast zombies man scares the shit out of me and like some of the zombies are faster than others Mm -hmm. it's like kind of like real life like you know you got yeah like I mean, if Usain Bolt was a zombie, uh, that's, oh, that was the first name I thought fuck. of too. <laughs> Could you imagine? Uh, fuck. Um, my scariest scene. I said the opening with the zombies, or the opening scene with the zombies breaking into the cabin and chasing Dawn down to the boat. Because mm-hmm. again, I mean, it's just that chase scene. You see them coming up over the hill, and like they're getting pretty close. Like they're faster than he is. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Um. Just like any time I think of this movie, it's that opening scene that really comes to mind. Yeah, that and and the helicopter chopping them all up. Uh, would you survive? I said highly doubtful. I have little stamina. I'm not fast, and I'm not trained with military weapons. <laughs> so unless Jeremy Renner is there to save me, I don't think I'm surviving. Mm-hmm. It's funny, eh? Like we're two thirty-plus-year-old men. And we always say in these movies, like, I wouldn't survive. Meanwhile, like, a 10-year-old and, like, a 14-year-old survived this. That's true. <laughs> I mean, kind of. Yeah, I mean, the 10-year-old, he didn't we, really survive, but he did, I guess. Yeah, like, we don't really know exactly what happens to them at the very end, but... They make I mean, it they, through the whole movie. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. We're just not as tough as prepubescent kids nope <laughs> all right anything else uh, i don't think so all right okay so if you guys where am i going um next week week five of our september sequels we are going to be joined with a special guest host our buddy josh from the hmc who joins us on all of our rob zombie movies Mm-hmm. Uh, he will be joining us to talk about Rob Zombie's Halloween Part 2. Woohoo! Because he joined us on our first one. Which was so, almost a year ago. Which was almost a year ago. It's our longest episode ever. Clocking yeah. in at like fucking three and a half hours long. <laughs> so yeah. we might need to block off a whole day for this one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it. It's always a good discussion whenever he comes on and yeah. talks Rob Zombie with us. Yeah. Especially this one, because he's so passionate about his Halloween movies. He is, very much so. And yeah, so looking forward to that. And uh, if you guys want to catch us on social media, hit us up at a podcast on Elm Street, on Instagram and Facebook. And uh, yeah, that's about it. 
Uh, if you click the link in our bio on Instagram, you'll find links to our TeePublic account where we have our merch. You'll also see a link to our Patreon account if you wish to support the podcast in that way. Mm-hmm. There's also links to our Twitch and our Discord channel and anywhere that you can listen to us. And I also added our letterbox profiles on there. Ooh, very nice. So check those out and give us a follow. Yeah, please do. Please, please. All right, man. All right. Well, talk to you later or next week, guys. (laughs) (laughs) See you later.